Hey guys, welcome back to the Talks Talks podcast, a podcast where we discuss topics surrounding business, relationships, and personal development. Happy Wednesday, happy hump day. I hope you guys are having an amazing week so far. This week, I learned that it's very important to be prepared for what you're praying for. So many times we want what we want so badly that we don't even pay attention to the work required. And to me, one of the greatest tragedies is being given the opportunity you you have been wanting, asking for, praying for, hoping for, and due to your lack of preparation, you not being able to maximize on it. That is sad and that is scary. And um, this past week, I got a little glimpse into a potential opportunity something that I've been wanting and is one of my goals and the fact that it came at me so randomly kind of shook my foundation because I realized that I'm not as prepared and not as ready as I would need to be to get that opportunity so now it's pretty much a wake-up call for me to kick it into high gear and do what I need to do to get it done so that if and when this opportunity falls into place, I'll have all my ducks in a row to do and get everything I deserve to get. <laughs> I hope you guys had a chance to meditate on the words to live by for last week, which were the perfect time is now. What I've seen, and I have a perfect example from this past week, is that the thought is often scarier than the act. So the reason why we procrastinate and think, oh, it's not the perfect time is because our thoughts and our anxiety work in a way that it really scares us for the future without, but the thing is that when we usually get to that future that we were so scared about, we realized that anxiety was doing the most and that it really wasn't as bad as we thought it was. And the example I have is a friend of mine. She her name is Violet. She just started an Instagram live series called Gin and Gist. And this is something that we have been discussing, I'd say for maybe five months minimum. <laughs> and her, her initial intro video, she had created, I believe, four four weeks or more ago in the end for whatever reason waiting on the perfect moment procrastinating fear and anxiety she did not post this video so finally she gave herself a deadline and she was about to post it and she was sending me a text saying oh I'm so nervous and I'm like do it afraid <laughs> like get out of your own way and do it and when she posted this video the results, um, the feedback, the excitement was ridiculous. Thousands of views within 24 hours. And when I spoke to her, the first thing I did is that I yelled at her and I'm like, oh, you see, um, Mrs. I'm so scared to do this. Go look at what's happening. And I sent her screenshots of the amount of views that she was receiving. And while we were talking, the views were like going up by the hundreds. And it just goes to show that sometimes we're more scared of what we're doing than the actual action is going to be when we do it. And that's the one question I asked her. I said, is it as scary now? And she's like, no. And I'm like, exactly. So that's why we do not want to procrastinate or wait for perfection. Perfection is the moment we're in. Because as I spoke about last week, there are many things you're going to learn as you go. And the only way you can learn as you go is to actually go. So this week, I'm going to be talking about self-perception. When it comes to your worth, 
your self-worth and your work. Perception is key. How you see yourself, how you see what you're doing will determine how far you go, how you get there and how you're able to maximize your opportunities. Or on the flip side, if you do not see yourself in a certain in the light that you should, you will not be able to maximize your opportunities. So without the right self-perception, you pretty much run the risk of being undersold. In your work, people will offer you pennies on the dollar if you do not have the right self-perception. If you don't understand what you're worth, if you don't understand the importance of whatever it is you're doing, people are going to take that and run with it. They're going to see whatever it is you're doing and offer you the bare minimum that you'll be willing to accept so that they can reap the benefits and the profits of working with you and getting whatever it is they, um, they want to get from you. And what this also does is it puts you at risk of missing out on opportunities. So with your work now, for example, if you don't believe that you're at a certain level or that you bring certain things to the table. When opportunities are brought up, you will not even feel motivated to go for those opportunities due to the fact that you don't think whatever it is you're doing is worth it. And this is for entrepreneurs or people who work um, traditional jobs. If you don't think you have value in your company and there's a chance for a promotion, you're never going to go for that promotion because you don't think you could ever get it because the way you perceive yourself is not to be worthy or able to do whatever that job is. And on the flip side with entrepreneurship, which makes it even worse is what makes it worse is that you kind of eat what you kill. So if you don't think you're worth it, grants will come opportunities, situations where you should be able to pitch yourself and due to your skewed self-perception, you will not be able to maximize on those opportunities. And on the personal level of our personal self-worth, if you have the wrong self-perception of what you as a person are worth, people are going to take advantage of you. People are going to see what you do and understand that you don't understand the value of it. So what they're going to give you in exchange is going to be pennies on the dollar as well, right? And this is relationships with friends, relation, romantic relationships, family, anyone who you're around. And what also happens with lack of proper self-perception is that you seek subpar situations. So if you're someone who's looking for a relationship, for example, and you do not think you're deserving of certain, I guess you'd call them luxuries in a relationship, which to some people are just the bare minimum, you're going to end up in relationships that are not the most satisfactory or beneficial to what you're worth because you don't even understand the value that you bring to the table. And one of the things I always talk about is the importance of taking yourself off the clearance rack because people are not going to complain about getting steals or discounts. Have you guys ever complained about getting a steal or a discount? If you go to a store and there's an item that's supposed to be $20,000 and for whatever reason it's in the sales section and it's $250 I'm sure most of you myself included are not going to go to the manager and say um excuse me is is the sticker on this incorrect no you are going to go to the cash try to keep a straight face try to act calm swipe your debit card as soon as it goes through 
hit the exit, get in the car and drive off because that is what we do. Even when we see the value in things, if we can get that value for less effort, less money, less time, less anything that's worth anything, we are going to take advantage of that. And it's really important for us to understand that the way we operate as people and our habits are also not above being applied to us. So with me now, um, the fact that I've started my own business and I'm doing everything that I'm doing, um, I've had different people come up to me and offer me, offer to even buy parts of my company. And this is, to me, when I first when the first time I ever got this offer, I was like, what this company, I'm not even making any money yet. Like, (laughs) why are you trying to buy a piece of this? How can we even measure what it's worth for you to think you're going to buy it? And what that really did for me is that it gave me a, it made me take a step back and be like, whoa. So somebody is seeing the value in what I'm doing so much so that they want to get on, get in on it now because if it continues in the way that they perceive it to continue, it's going to be worth a lot. So they want to get in on it at a discount. And what that did was make me really take a step back and look at myself and say, people are seeing something in you that you are not even seeing in yourself. So maybe you need to start seeing this in yourself and understand and pay attention to, to your importance and what you bring to the table and really up your perception of your value and the work that you're creating and the potential it has for the future. Because if people are paying attention, you need to pay attention because there's a reason there's something that they're seeing. And if you don't see that, you can really get yourself into a sticky situation such as I'm sure if any of you guys have watched shark tank where people have sold so much of their company to the point where they only own like 20% of their own company. So they're not even a major shareholder in their or a majority shareholder in their own company. And now they're coming to the sharks trying to get them to buy a piece of the tiny little piece they have left because they didn't understand the value and they kind of prematurely sold it in exchange for money and things like that, right? So what I want to do is offer you guys five tips for improving your self um, self-perception to maximize your opportunities. And these tips are across the board. They're your personal self-perception, your self-perception of your work, and everything surrounding you as an individual. So the first tip is to identify your value. So identifying your value is identifying your selling points, your strengths. You have to know what these things are. I think that's the most important thing. Before we get into anything else, what are your strengths? What are your selling points? What are you uniquely good at? What what do you bring to the table that makes you good? Or not only just good, but different from everybody else. Yes, there can be a million people doing exactly what you're doing, but what about you? makes it different and what what makes you special before you can put a value or worth on anything you actually have to first of all know what you have right and what I find is that a lot of times to talk about our values or to identify them and and discuss them with confidence can often feel like (laughs) like we're bragging or like we're being arrogant but I think 
self-awareness and arrogance are two different things. And it's very important for us as individuals to be self-aware. So the first tip is to identify your value. The second tip is to acknowledge their value. So the va- the things that you have identified in the first in the first tip, which are your selling points and your strengths, you need to now take those things and acknowledge what their value is. So what are they worth to you? For example, what if one of your strengths is your ability to really connect with people, you now now you now have to acknowledge what that is worth. So in a society where a lot of people, for example, are perceived as very self-centered and egotistical, the ability to be able to connect with people in your opinion can be perceived as extremely valuable. And based on you need to be able to take whatever it is and acknowledge what that value for each and every single one of your strengths, because it's one thing to know what you're good at because lots of us do. And we'll just be like, yeah, casually I'm good at that. Yeah. that's something people say, but you need to acknowledge what that value is or what the value of that strength that you have is you need to, and this, it sounds a little strange, but it's kind of like putting a money value on it. So if I were to go to a job, um, to apply for a job now, and I had a skill that's very niche, when I go into that job, I'm, I can use that skill as a selling point and a justification to get paid more in that situation, right? And the third tip is to have a plan for what you for what you want. So now you know what your value is. You've identified the value of your strengths. Now you have to have a plan for what you want. Keyword what you want. So if it's work, you know the type of jobs you want to go for. You know your pay grade. You know what is acceptable. You're not going to take, you're not going to go to school and get a PhD and then work customer service if that's not what you want, right? And if it's a relationship, you know what you bring to the table. You know what your strengths are. You've identified how important and valuable those are. So now you know what you want and you know the type of relationship you want. If it's entrepreneurship, same thing. You 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 know the talent you have, you know the skills you have, and you know what you want. And I just keep <laughs> emphasizing the you in this because you have to have a plan for yourself because having a plan for yourself makes it harder for you to be swayed. So when people come at you with something that doesn't look like what you want, because you know what you want, you are it's easier for you to identify that this doesn't look like what I want for myself. If you don't know what you want for yourself, anything that looks remotely cute <laughs> will be will be able to sway you left, right, or center because you've never really had a point where you stood on. And with having your self-perception, you you know what you want your bigger picture to look like. And that is a very, very important point because if you don't know what your big picture is meant to look like, you also don't know what it's not meant to look like. So in a relationship, sometimes people talk about, oh, what, what, are, what do you want in life? What do you want in a relationship? What do you want? in your work, but sometimes I think it's actually easier to know what you don't want. (laughs) Like I know I would never want to be with someone who's abusive. I'd never want a job that would take me away from being able to show care to my family or pay attention to my loved ones. I wouldn't want something that would take me away from my ability to have balance in my life. There's a lot of things that fit 
into that bubble, but not necessarily, but I know that there's certain things like a job that would say, we need you to work 16 hours a day. I might be like, absolutely not. Right. So you need to have a plan for what you want in your life. The fourth tip is to be patient. And I know that this is a difficult one and patience is a muscle. When you are improving your self-perception, patience is going to be one of the greatest tools that you could use. If people sense your desperation, they will sink their teeth into you. <laughs> this is just a fact. If people, and it kind of goes into, um, goes back into the third step. If, if people know you don't have a plan, they will push you and pull you and direct you on their agenda to benefit them. And I feel like patience comes into this because you can't necessarily be in a rush because when you are in a rush, it shows that your worth or that you lack the confidence in your values and in your skills to be able to wait it out. So if somebody gives me an opportunity and it sounds wonderful, I need to go back to figure out what my plan is for myself and also acknowledging my value. And if that plan sounds cute initially, but now based on me going back and reflecting on what I truly want for myself and also knowing my value, then that plan might go from seeming like, oh my goodness, to eh, I don't know if I'm going to take it. And this is where patience comes in because if you know your value and your worth and you know the plan you have for yourself, you and you have a strong self-perception, you will be able to have the confidence to wait on whatever it is that you truly want and not to be deterred by anything that looks shiny. And it just goes to um, the saying of what whatever glitters isn't gold, right? Because a lot of times things will glitter. And if you're not confident in yourself, people will be able to sell you sterling silver as gold. And unfortunately, sometimes you'll get into a situation where you're so invested or you'll be in too deep before you can realize that you went on the wrong path. So with patience, it's also understanding that instant gratification is not always the key and is usually not the key, especially when you know what, what, value you bring to the table and you also have a plan for yourself. You have to be willing to wait. And what I've also noticed is that when people come to you with an opportunity, with a relationship, with whatever it is, when they can sense the fact that you're calm and that you're not in a rush, they gain a, a type of respect for you. Because they realize that you're not going to just go with the wind or go with whatever seems flashy or good now. That you understand what you bring to the table and whatever it takes to get that, you're not going to settle. Because you know at the end of the day, you're worth that thing that you're waiting for. The fifth and final tip for improving your self-perception to maximize opportunities is to be firm. For women, this is a little tough sometimes because when you're when you're firm and you know your stuff and you're you're not easily swayed and you have a plan and you're patient, people often say you're acting like our favorite word with the B. <laughs> but it it's really important because you need to believe in your your value so much that you're willing to reject anything that doesn't look like it. You need to ask yourself, how does this fit into my plan? 
So yes, people will come to you. Sometimes it gets difficult. I'm not sitting here and (laughs) I think everything I say, I never preach it on it being easy. I just tell you guys that if you put in the work, it's going to be worth it, right? But especially when we're dealing with sometimes people who are older than us or people who have more perceived experience than us, it's very easy for us to kind of fall into the trap of just kind of following what they're saying and not necessarily having the confidence to be able to say, no, this doesn't fit into my plan. This doesn't look good for me because it's like we're teetering on the line of being firm, but then also being respectful. And I feel like, especially with women, I'll say, when it comes to being firm or being respectful, sometimes our firmness and our wants are are often pushed to the back burner in order to to be respectful to the people around us. But at the end of the day, we need to know our worth. And in knowing my worth, I can firmly and respectfully decline anything that doesn't look like what I want it to look like and anything that doesn't fit into my plan for myself. And being firm means that sometimes you're going to rub people the wrong way. But I would rather live my life the way I want to and rub some people the wrong way than to rub my destiny the wrong way and have all of my plans flipped on their head because I wasn't able to stand my ground on something that didn't fit into my life because I didn't want to hurt somebody's feelings or because an opportunity came from somebody who I hold in high regard even though that opportunity didn't fit with what I truly wanted for myself. So we really need to be firm. And that firmness can only really come from identifying your values, which was tip number one, acknowledging the value of your strengths, which is tip number two. Tip number three, having a plan for what you want. And tip number four, being patient and not being so hung up on instant gratification. Those are the only ways I feel that you can truly be firm because you have done all of the back work so that when somebody comes at you with information, you already, you can almost instantly detect that this is not in line with what I want. And because you know what you want and you believe in it so much and you know that you're deserving of it and you have the attributes necessary, you won't even feel the need to entertain something because there's no FOMO there because the only thing you're scared of missing out on is your plan for yourself that you've already created, something that you know you want and something that you know is the the most ideal picture for yourself. So I really hope that that helps you guys and gives you guys a little bit of perspective because um, it's tough out here. And when you, when I'd say, especially for entrepreneurs, when you first start, there's that moment where nobody really believes in what you're doing, right? I always talk about this as well. The fact that it's your vision and the same way, if you have a pair of glasses that are your prescription, you can't necessarily expect someone to put it on and see as clearly as you. It's not, it's not their prescription. It's above their pay grade. And after going through that whole kind of lonely I'd say yeah I'd say the lonely phase where people don't necessarily understand some people are throwing shade some people believe in you there comes a point where your work starts to materialize right and when you start to get those opportunities and everybody starts to see it a little clearer and they're like oh so this is what you're doing and 
going from being lonely to having people on your side and people seeing the fruits of your labor can be very exciting. And it's during that transitional phase where, where people are finally seeing your worth. What is That's when you'll see a lot of people coming, trying to bring you opportunities, trying to um, offer you different types of things, trying to collaborate with you and work with you. And I think it's really, really important to be careful because you do not want to get stuck in a situation where you pretty much sell your dream to somebody because they offered you a buck or where you partner up with somebody in a way where they now distort your whole vision or you connect with somebody who seems like they have more knowledge or more experience or more time in whatever industry you're in to the point where they now take you completely in the opposite direction of the plans you had for yourself and when you finally realize it, it's difficult to get out of that place. So that's why it's important for us to understand our work and our worth and see it clearly from our eyes so that these situations don't happen. Because I have spoken to a lot of different people who have had similar situations to this where they've gotten into partnerships with people who have just been horrible or just been derailed off of their track because an opportunity came up that seemed amazing, but it wasn't really all that it was cracked up to be. So with that being said, I just wanted to offer you guys some tips and a little bit of perspective to help you guys in case you see yourself going in those directions to be able to notice it and hopefully avoid some of the mistakes that I myself and some people around me have made. With that, I'm going to get right into the words to live by for this week, which are, I'm an asset. This is how we need to look at things. And I have spoken about this as well, because I just, I feel like I talk about the things I believe in over and over again in different, in different ways, because I truly do believe in them. Everywhere you enter, you have something to offer. And when you realize that it's going to help you first of all, increase your confidence. And secondly, not be so swayed and thrown off guard when people bring you opportunities. People are not bringing opportunities to people they don't believe in. People are bringing opportunities to people who they think can be an asset to them. So when you do get an opportunity, when you meet somebody who, who likes you, who pays attention, when you walk into a room or when you get that meeting with your manager who says they think you, they want you to go for a role, remember that you're an asset. And from that place of remembering that you're an asset, move, (laughs) operate from that place, that place of confidence, that place of self-worth, that place of, I know myself, I have a good self-perception, that place of, I understand my value and my strengths. And I also understand the value of my value, right? And move in that. And this is not arrogance. This is confidence (laughs) all day long. We need to be confident because This world will chew you up and spit you out. And I don't want that for any of you. I want us to all walk around with our heads held high, knowing what we bring to the table so that when we are finally invited to that table, we can, we can sit with confidence. We're not going to shrug our shoulders. We're not going to be afraid to speak. We're going to raise our hands and we're going to shake the table if necessary. (laughs) Thank you guys 
so, 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 so much for listening. Have an amazing week, and I'll talk to you next Wednesday. Bye.